Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, weekly doses of language learning tips and motivation to help you become fluent in any language. With me, Ollie Richards. Hello. Bonjour. Hello. Hello. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to a podcast which is in a bit of a state of flux. So you know this as the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. That's what it said in the intro. Um, but this, the cover art, you may have noticed, has updated. We are now the Story Learning Podcast. <laughs> What's happened is we're a little bit behind with the intro. Um, it should be on its way. I'm not completely sure if it will be, but hopefully we'll get there eventually. So, you know, if you're someone who's a, a real wizard at podcast intros, then hit me up. Maybe we can uh, collaborate or something. But either way, welcome to the podcast. You know, the podcast has always really been an embracing of imperfection. So here we are seven or eight years in with yet more imperfection, but that's okay, isn't it? Because, well, you know me, I am here and I'm very pleased to be here. Now today I have a fantastic guest, Sam Hendry, who's a guy, very impressive guy who uh, I met recently. I haven't met him in, in real life, actually. We, we met originally because he sent me a video that he recorded um, of the moment when after a year of studying Spanish very intensely, he decided to speak with his Spanish speaking girlfriend for the first time in Spanish, surprise her, shock her, whatever uh, verb you want to use. And then he got it all on camera. And it's a really fantastic moment. I'm going to leave a, a couple of links to the video in the description of the podcast. So if you want to check it out, you can. Um, it's, <laughs> these are these are really fascinating. And as, as I as I say to Sam in the conversation that you're about to hear, I, I just think it's fantastic that I, I really respect when people go out on a mission. You know, they say, right, I'm gonna, I want to do this in my life. I, I want to learn a language. I want the benefits that it's gonna bring, and I'm gonna do what I'm gonna move heaven and earth to get there, and then go on a real mission to do that. And that's what Sam did. And you're gonna hear a long conversation with Sam where I ask him about the the mindset that he brought into it, you know, what it takes to study a language like this so intensely. We talk about the three or four different techniques he used and why none of them worked until he landed on a one technique in particular, which you'll hear about. And this is very interesting because he did bounce between a few different approaches. And I think um, you may well, you know, if you're in the early stages of learning your first language, you may well relate to this. So it's quite interesting. Uh, and then we talk about you know, really the fantastic state that he's got to in his Spanish, where he can now read books in Spanish, enjoy movies without the subtitles. I mean, it's a real kind of life-changing journey that he's gone on in the space of a year. But most importantly for me, uh, he's now with his language that he's learned, he's able to communicate with the person that he loves in her language. And that really is you know, the ultimate aim of, uh, of you know, for me, is this is why we learn languages. It's to make a difference in our lives. And Sam has done this really, really well. So I hope you enjoy the interview. The audio is not the best. We had a little bit of static, but it shouldn't get in the way of you enjoying it too much. So if you do hear any static, don't worry. It's not you. It's me. And I've done my best to clean it up. But one last thing before we get into this, which is some very exciting news uh, development in the world of story learning, which is story learning is now part owner of a language tutoring service called Languatalk. And the reason that I've invested in Languatalk is because um, I want to be able to recommend a service that I have a little bit of control over. And, you know, part of the, I, I, if you've been listening to, to, to me for a long time, you'll know that I've always been a big advocate of taking speaking lessons. It's extremely important if you want to learn to speak. Um, but 
I've never been involved with any of the tutoring services out there until now. I wanted basically to be able to recommend a tutoring service to you where I could actually be involved and oversee the quality of what's going on. And that is what is happening with with Languatalk. And so Languatalk, I've, I've known the guys behind Languatalk for a while. I've been a big fan of the, of, the, of the service. I've used it myself. I've been taking Japanese lessons recently. And I really, really love what they are doing over there. Now, Languatalk is not a kind of big, flashy, fancy service that you are getting more and more of these days. It goes back to basics. Languatalk hires great teachers. They answer your support queries. They do a lot of, they put a lot of work into making sure that the experience of finding tutors and booking lessons is really good. Basically, when you are looking to book tutors and take speaking lessons, this is what you want. You want a service run by people who care, who do their very best to hire the best teachers out there, out there so that you can get the best experience. And that's all I ever really wanted from my tutoring services. And this is what Languatalk does, and it's what the guys behind it are committed to doing. And I liked it so much that Story Learning has invested in that, and we now own um, a chunk of the company. And what this means is that as I recommend you Languatalk going forward, I'm going to be able to be there as part of it. And you know, if things go wrong, you can contact me directly. If things go right, well, hopefully you can thank me for, for letting you know um, about that. And so what I would like to suggest that you do is go and check out Languatalk. Have a look around. You can take a free lesson. And what you've got to do is um, you go to the URL storylearning.com forward slash LT. That's LT for Languatalk, the letter L and the letter T. So that's storylearning.com forward slash LT. And then if you Go follow that URL. You will see a little message from me welcoming you to the website. And I want you to just have a look around to see how easy it is to use. You can filter tutors by language, by availability. So if you could only take lessons in the morning, your time, well, that's easy to filter. So go there, have a look around. You never know. You might just find the next language teacher love of your life because when you find that person and they really help you to start uh, to, to practice your you're speaking and express yourself in the language. You know what I'm talking about. That person, when you meet them, is you know, it really makes a difference. And you may well find them on Languatalk. So head over there, have a look around. It's uh, storylearning.com forward slash LT. And remember, at any point as you take lessons on Languatalk, uh, if you have any questions, any feedback, you can write to me directly. The best way to do that is probably uh, you can write to me at ollie at storylearning.com. You can hit me up on Instagram. Um, I have a, an interest in this. I want to make it into the best place to go online to take your speaking lessons, to find your to find your teachers. And so I'm really I'm really pleased that this is that this is happening. It's part of you know the ongoing our ongoing efforts over here to really provide the best service we can to people that want to learn a new language. So there we go. Go and check it out. Languagetalkstorylearning.com forward slash lt. Take a free lesson. Check it out. And without any further ado, into today's conversation all right so sam thank you so much for chatting today it's great to uh, great to connect um maybe we could start just by uh hearing a little bit about your background because you've got a you've got a very interesting life and i'd, I'd love I'd, lo I'd love everybody to uh understand who you are and where you are in life yeah i mean some might call it interesting for me for me i don't think it's that interesting um Honestly, when it like with languages, I'm just nothing special by any means. Like I've really, really, really struggled with any form of languages in school. Um, 
like seeing a French tutor twice a week just to be able to scrape by a C in my GCSE French. Um, but yeah, so I live here in Dubai. Um, I moved here like sort of, I don't know, three, four years ago. Um, grew up in England, in Essex, so had a pretty like, normal upbringing there. Uh, university, studied uh, sport and exercise science. So once again, nothing really, really related to languages. Not, language had no use in my life at that point. I thought, you know what, the only thing that I, I can never do is learn another language. I was like, how does anyone fit all of that in their head? Um, so yeah, came to Dubai, got a bit more interested, started teaching biology, um, also teaching some English lessons. So I got a bit, bit more familiar with grammar and so on and so forth. And then, um, yeah, met a lovely lady called Africa from Spain. And I don't know, all of a sudden, I started to pay a bit more attention to, to what I couldn't understand, for example, when she was speaking. So yeah um that's me <laughs> yeah and then and so so fast forward then to when i um when i first discovered you and it was in a video um where i mean i love it when people do this because it, it i think it reveals a lot about something that we'll come on to to later which i think is it's one of the real keys to language learning. but you recorded a video of you with your girlfriend sitting I, i'm guessing somewhere in dubai like a very uh, very very nice back, background and you basically surprised her by speaking spanish i imagine for the first time to her and and you yeah. caught the whole thing on on camera is that what, what was the background to that, that whole yeah like oh just so nerve-wracking like I, <laughs> I i decided at some point like uh, just over a year ago now that i wanted to try to learn a language i remember being in bed um just just having a chat with africa and I realized that I, this person knew an entire other language and I, I couldn't speak anything, I, like not even like one, two, three in Spanish. And I was like, you know what? She left. I was like, how hard can it be? So I was like, I'm going to look into it. So I started looking at some YouTube videos, started seeing like, oh, okay, what's the quickest way to learn? What to expect? And some, some guy on YouTube was like, uh, imagine how much time you think it's going to take, then double it and then double it again and then double it again. And that's realistically like what you should be aiming for. So I went to grab a, a grammar book, started to look through it and thought, oh, wow, there's a lot of conjugations here. I was like, how, how am I ever going to learn them? But anyway, so yeah, fast forward a year um, and I'd been learning secretly in the background without her knowing, um, with the complete goal of surprising her from the very beginning. So I got to a point where I felt like I could say a lot of things um I didn't want to be perfect because that's not what um I should be aiming for so yeah anyway I um I booked a little picnic um it was right by the Burj Khalifa and um I wanted to surprise her so I, I had like a few notes in mind that I wanted to say I <laughs> awkwardly set up the camera she was like why are you getting a camera out and I was like oh, I just want to want to get a picture <laughs> and then like I just want to remember this moment yeah exactly like and i had it all planned like it was obviously like a, like a very nice setting um it was quiet enough so that i could be heard but um also in like a nice environment with a nice background and stuff and yeah i mean if you see the video you can see her reaction she's like absolutely beside herself and like that that feeling was like everything that i was striving for for that for that whole year that one moment yeah it's a really special moment and, and i've seen a few of these uh in, in the past and 
the thing that makes these these because it's funny because in some way it's like it's a big setup right you've got the recording and and obviously there's some planning that goes into it and all of that so there's this this, this is a kind of air of of um of, of pretense around it on the one hand but on the other hand the what it really represents is the thing that you don't see, which is the, you know, the year of work that you've put into learning that language, all for the sake of actually communicating with this person that you care about. And I think for me, this is like the ultimate goal of language learning. Uh, you know, you, you mentioned earlier that you weren't trying to be, to be perfect. And, and I think that's, that's absolutely the right attitude because it's not a language learning is not about that. It's about connecting with the people that you care about. It's about belonging in the community that, that you are. I mean, that's always been what language learning is, is for me and i think that's what is so special about these moments when you know when you when you have someone like you who's put all this effort in um for something that they want to achieve and you capture that moment it's just so full of like energy and you can see the reaction on their face i mean uh, we'll, we'll link to the video in, in the in the show notes so people can can click and, and, and watch um but you know she, she's got her head in her hands she can't believe what's what's going on and it's uh it's 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 really really cool um so one of the things i wanted to talk to you about um today was you know the the role of story learning in that but that's you know that we'll, we'll get there and it's you know it's you know, as we'll get to you know, like like with any method there's there's no one thing that you do that gets you the results or a combination of things but what interests me is why you decided to go about this the way that you did meaning to study for a year without telling her and then the drama of the of the filming and the reveal of it because i think it's great but most people don't do that and so i'm curious maybe you could take us back to when you first decided to learn can you just can you like describe the decision making process in your head like what was it what was going on inside sam's head at the time i thought it was going to be easier than what i i originally set out to do um but also, like, I kind of, the more effort you put into it, the more you think, okay, I've, I've got to do this now. Um, and I felt like in my head, I don't know why I put it to myself this way, but I thought if I told her, then I would learn so much faster because then I would have somebody who's fluent, really, like, helping me pick up the pieces. But I thought that I was cheating myself at that point because I was like, I'm going to do this by myself without, like, really having any formal tutoring or anything like that. And I want to show her what I can do. And, you know, like, like learning a language can be brilliant and fun, but there's also parts where you, on days you don't feel like it. And like, even if it was something I had in my head, well, if you do something, if you flick through a flash, uh, uh, a deck of flashcards, or if you stick on a TV show or something, you are that one bit closer to, to, to getting that goal. And there was always to surprise her. I was a bit worried that after I'd done the surprise, you know, all the motivation would go because you're like, oh, done. But um, obviously because of that point and now she knows, now, now it's much easier for me to practice. It's much less active learning, learning and more passive because you can speak to her and you can listen to her and, and so on. So you felt you felt like you, were, you would have been cheating somehow by doing it with her? Yeah, I don't know. I, I think that would have taken away from the wow factor. If I would have just gone to her and like said, I know the difference between Seyad and Estad, I, although it should have been happy, you know, I wanted to be like, bang, I wanted to give her like the whole world of language. Because <laughs> in essence, in my head, I was like, I'm doing this for her, I'm doing this for her. But really, like, you, you're giving yourself a skill for life. So I think I had the right motivation. And that was enough for me to, I can't describe 
how how much work it kind of is, um, especially at the beginning, uh, and then it gets a lot more fun. So yeah, it was definitely a lot more work than I ever imagined, in the sense that like at the beginning you you have to put quite a lot of I say effort into learning because you're you're learning like a few new words and stuff. Whereas later down the line, when you can do that, it becomes a little bit more passive. You can learn through, um, I don't know, just through reading, for example, that you learn you learn a lot. Um, so there was a TED talk that I heard, and essentially it gave the analogy that learning a language is like like when you first go out to sea. Initially, there's wave after wave after wave, and you're getting hit, and those waves are, are setbacks. They're like little things that you didn't expect. Like all of a sudden, you have conjugations, and then you have to learn pronouns and all these different things. Uh, but eventually, like it starts to calm, and that's the point where you start to not necessarily become fluent, but the learning is less looking in a textbook and stuff, and reading becomes a lot of like fun, and like watching TV becomes a lot easier, and just it becomes a lot more fluid. Yeah, I guess the reason, the, the thing that, that, that catches my attention is the fact that, that you did set out with so much motivation in the first place. Because like, I'm, I'm a big believer in the, the idea that, that, I mean, different languages are hard for different reasons, right? Spanish, so one of the difficult things about Spanish is that, uh, you know, you've got lots of con verb conjugations, um, verb tenses, which are tricky for English speakers because we don't really have so much of that stuff. Um, but then if you learn a language like Chinese or Japanese, you've got a different reading system. Uh, you know, Eastern European Slavic languages have different have difficult grammar. Every every language has its own its own challenges. But you know, I've I've got countless examples of people who have learnt the most difficult languages to very high levels, and it all comes down. It all has to start with this amount with this motivation, the motivation and the mindset when you when you set out. And I think a lot of people kind of they just dabble, they dip their toes into their toes in the water of learning a new language and, and and like you say you dip your toes in the water and immediately you get knocked over by a wave because because yeah. that's exactly how it is right and so you need a certain degree of tenacity to pull you through over the medium term and then in, and into the long term and so that 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 it just struck me that that is maybe a part of your of your of your personality and then and then i discovered you're a personal trainer um you're a certified pt i think is that right yeah and, and a teacher as, as well and, and yeah, a teacher, yeah. So then I, I thought, well, maybe there's a pattern emerging here of someone who's just really motivated to do stuff in general. Is that, do you identify yeah, with that? I, I think my my family and people close to me would probably think it's quite funny that you say that because like I'm super bad at like, I would say multitasking. But if there's like one thing that I really set out to do, I'm normally quite good at giving it my absolute all attention mm -hmm. or almost like all consuming undivided attention to do it. Like, I think I put more effort into learning Spanish that year than I did for my entire final year of university, 100%, because of the motivation. Like, I, the degree, I thought I felt like I kind of had to do it, whereas this, I knew I, I wanted to. Um, so, yeah, definitely there's some verging on obsession involved there. <laughs> and I think it's very instructive, you know, because, because a lot of the time people people spend so much of their energy focusing on the, the next hack and the next technique whereas in actual fact all you've really got to do like the, the biggest lever you've got available to you to pull is to it's just to motivate yourself to like uh, to, to sound so easy doesn't it but you know it, the more that you can create this this story almost to coin a phrase uh that to create a story behind why you're doing it give yourself the motivation cr create these goals i mean this is this is the kind of crazy motivation that is needed to 
carry you through. And so I think often when people are kind of dabbling in a language and find it hard, you know, one, one of the one of the first things they need to look at is like, why why do you want this actually? Why are you actually doing it? And what's going to be, you know, because it may be that you just got to kind of up your game, uh, motivationally speaking. To yeah, because once you get stuff. that, you can push through all the individual language problems that you're going to encounter along the way. Yeah, but you do encounter loads, and like I think it's just being intuitive and inquisitive, and always wondering why. Like it bothers me to not know something. So if all of a sudden you see a phrase that doesn't make sense, or you notice a grammar structure that's a little bit out of the usual, instead of just thinking, "Ah,、oh, like I'm never going to learn this," I'd look it up. And then the more you see it, the more familiar you become with it. But、um, definitely, like that, like that tenacity to be able to、um, really chase after something if you if you have a goal. And like you say, that it feeds itself. The more you invest in it, the more you think,、oh, I need to do this for this reason because now I've put X, Y, and Z into it.、Um, yeah, honestly, one of the best things I've ever done. I could really re- couldn't recommend it more. It's challenging but rewarding at the same time. You know, you know better than anyone. So. Yeah, I mean, certainly, you know, I've always said that one of the one of my secret weapons I felt with language learning,、um, and also with building building story learning, writing books and stuff like that, has been just pig-headed stubbornness. Like, I'm just going to damn well do this, and I'm not going to stop. And、uh, and the, I don't know whether it's ego, whether it's just you know, just natural characteristics. What it, I don't know what it is, but it definitely it definitely helps.、Mm-hmm. Um, wh- how would you describe your your level of Spanish? I won't I won't put you on the spot. I'm just curious. Like where 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 do you feel you're at in terms of in terms of level、uh, or in terms of either in terms of level or in terms of how you use it、um, in your in your daily life or, or with your girlfriend?、Um, how do you how would you characterize it for people? Yeah, please don't put me on the spot.、Um, <laughs> so it's very like obviously there's so many different facets of of language learning, and the more you practice, the better the better you're going to get at them. Although obviously there's the bleed over. So for me, like I can spend a lot of time listening because I can do that when I drive to work, and I spend a lot of time reading because that's something that I enjoy.、Um, whereas the kind of creating, like write, writing sort of side of it and speaking, although I can do them, it's probably my my weaker side,、um, and、um, I, it's something that I know I need to practice more. But、uh, um, yeah, like I I, I don't know, I probably how to I'm I'm a B two when it when I do assessments. When I do like exams online, I can read. I've read、um, Atomic Habits in Spanish. I'm now looking at reading Factfulness by Hans Rosling, so I can read to a decent level. But I make stupid. I say stupid. I make silly mistakes with grammar when speaking because,、sure. like,、uh, it's just、um, one of those things that I definitely need to practice more. Yeah, and well, like anything, you know, we we get better at the things that we practice, and、um, you know, there'll, there'll come a time when. When you 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 need to maybe you move to Spain or something and you need to speak Spanish every day and then that that aspect of it will increase and but um but that's you know getting to the point where you can read personal development books um in the target language is fantastic because this is the tipping point where the language becomes part of your life and then you know progress begets progress and all that and 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 that's what we're all we're all looking for we're all that, that the aim for all of us should be. To figure out how to learn our language in such a way that it gives us what we want in our lives, and, and when you've got that, then you know it, it's it's job done. So that's really fantastic. So let's talk about、um, how you got to that level then. So I know that you've used、um, you've used my books, short stories. You've used other methods as well, and I know that you know you were telling me over email that you know it's been it's been a, a journey of discovering a lot of different ways. So perhaps could you give us like the ten thousand foot 
overview of how you went about learning from day one to to where you are now and what were the different things that you did um just very light touch um across that yeah. that time yeah yeah sure um definitely so i wanted to do it as fast as possible i, I had a timeline in my head and obviously that time i guess extended 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 but whatever it was i wanted to to, to really try and just acquire as much as i possibly could so i did a lot of research on best ways to try to learn and so on um, I started off by just needing to know words. So just the thousand most common words, um, they make up the bulk of a language, as I'm sure you absolutely know. So um, started to learn them, but obviously, like, you know, there's lots of conjugations in Spanish. Um, so like it, the grammar wasn't there, basically. But I, I, I got to a point where it was 600 words, 700 words. Um, at that point, I started to just... I, I had the advice that I needed to speak as soon as possible. So it was just once a week and I would just try and spit out whatever words I kind of could to a tutor online. Not a professional tutor, just a native on um, the app by Talkie. Um, and it got to a point where I was learning so many words and I had consumed the grammar book. I had gone through it, learning what like, I don't know, their pronouns were and so on. Um, and I just, I, I, I was getting frustrated because I knew the words and I knew the grammar and I couldn't put them together. Like when you know like a thousand words or something and you're like, it's frustrating. And I don't, I think if a lot of people, I don't know the word for it, but they get too involved in the grammar thinking that I'm just going to destroy this grammar book. And then once I know all of the rules, I'm going to get to use them whenever. And it's just not the case. Like it, it is just sheer exposure to converting those rules in your head to know what they mean so basically i was like um speaking to a tutor once a week i'd learned a lot of words and i got recommended to read and i was like okay great let's uh let's have a look at some uh, children's books and it turns out the children's books actually have some like pretty hard grammar in there yeah. and i was like looking and i was like i need something i need something and then i saw uh, one of your books and i was like wow this looks like the, what i need like it seems like it's going to bridge a gap from um, sort of A1, A2 to B1. So I um, bought the book on Amazon and um, I was just like, I was amazed at the fact that I, you can understand it. Like initially, obviously it's hard, but you're seeing all of these words that you know, like you're seeing like all the different conjugations of ser and estar and um, tener, haber, like all of these different versions. And now you're getting the opportunity to start breaking them down. And it might take you like, I don't know, 10 minutes to read a chapter initially but then you're like you're getting these super interesting stories and you really feel like you're making progress so i feel like reading and specifically your books was something that allowed me to like combine all of the effort that i put in before um and obviously reading is enjoyable like it's fun like it's a lot more fun than me looking in a in a in a collins grammar book like really scrutinizing over whether it's masculine or feminine you know um, and yeah, from there, obviously, I, I, I loved your first book, so I, I bought all of the other Spanish ones. And then um, my method to that was similar to what you recommended. I would read it once all the way through, um, kind of ignoring what I maybe couldn't understand at the time. I then would read it again, um, this time maybe paying a bit more attention to recognizing grammar structures if I thought they were familiar. Um, and then finally, if I really, really couldn't get um, a word through the context, 
which most of the time you can. But if it's a word like a noun for like a fork or something that you don't know, then I would highlight that. And then maybe I would um, look at the end of the chapter to see if it was there. If it wasn't, then I would add it to my um, book, um, I, sorry, my, my flashcard app. And then once again, just through that, you're, you're building this massive vocabulary, but also like the, the, the high frequency words that are just super invaluable. And then you just get better. Like you just, the more you read, the better you get. I decided to listen to them on Audible so I could then try and match my ear to what I'm reading, um, which was once again, super helpful. And then it just opens up the fact that now you know words, you know how to kind of digest them and understand what it means. And then everything from there becomes a lot easier. Now all of a sudden subtitles on TV that you really struggled because they move so quickly. Now you're, now you're understanding everything that's coming across. Now you can read more complex news articles. And then because you have a clear idea of how the grammar works, now you can write better. And now you can understand better. It really has such a bleed over into everything else. Um, so yeah, so from there, after that point, it's more passive learning. Now I just like, I speak to a tutor about anything online, watch TV shows, uh, audible books all of the time because I just wanna listen. And uh, yeah, that was, that was it really, just as quickly as possible from A to B so I could surprise Africa as soon as possible. <laughs> That's 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 fascinating. Thanks for thanks for taking us through all of that. So I mean, a few observations from my part. I mean, I think what you've you started off this journey in the same way that a lot of people do, um, almost kind of you're almost kind of yo-yoing between two or three different concepts in language learning or approaches to language learning, and then very quickly discovering the limitations of each. And so mm. you talked about the right at the beginning setting out to learn as many words as you can it makes sense right if you if you just learn the most common words in spanish then you'll be able to speak it right um but then you realize that you may know those words but then words by themselves are only a small part because then you've got verbs that need to be conjugated you've got grammar that you need to glue the words together and so you you acquire these words and you realize damn i don't actually know what to do with these words so then you move over to grammar and then you start learning these grammar rules, but then it ends up being, um, and and you know, correct me if I'm putting words in your in your mouth, but this is what I what I what I heard. You end up thinking very much in technical terms and grammar terms, but then when it comes to speak, it's very difficult to actually put get those um, out of your mouth. Yeah, the grammar gives you the formula, and that's what you need. Like if you understand how the rule works, that is enough. Like we put the grammar book down. Because then it comes down to recognizing it. And then you see that through like exposure. So now you're seeing that rule. And then rather than becoming like petrified or just uh, paralyzed by the grammar, now you can start applying it. And yes, it might be easy to conjugate comer initially, but when you see a more difficult verb being used, without seeing it over and over again, it's not gonna, you're not gonna have that yeah, sharp. The rule but the rule by itself isn't enough, is it? The rule gives you yeah. the theoretical understanding, but it doesn't give you the it doesn't give you the kind of muscle memory if you like to be able to to just recognize it immediately. Yeah. So exactly. you so you so so you went you started off with this project of learning lots of words and then learning lots of grammar. And then you come to speak and you realize actually there's no glue holding this together. You've just got a bunch of words on the one hand and then you've got you've got the the this 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 theoretical knowledge of grammar on the other. And so when you come to speak, it doesn't, doesn't come together. And it'd be very interesting for people listening to this just to think for themselves, okay, what areas have they focused on? Like, have they, have they had 
have they have they taken these these kind of very isolated approaches to learning have they focused too much on grammar or or, or even too much on speaking because there is such a thing as focusing too much on on speaking as well if you don't have enough substance there and yeah. so if you think about it if you if you know a bunch of words if you know the theory of a lot of grammar and then you come to speak and it doesn't all come together there's there's what you're looking for really the only thing that's missing in that scenario is a kind of glue to bind it together so that it so that it makes sense because you, it's like you've got all the pieces of the it's like you know you're building a house and you've got the you've got the, the bricks in one pile and you've got the, the the steel beams in the other and the cement in another pile but you don't have the maps or the diagrams or the knowledge for how to actually put it together yeah. um, and so it sounds like when you as soon as you started reading that was the glue that just brought everything together into one place and actually created made sense out of the language yeah yeah it really was and like the, the, the issue is and that the, the niche that you've struck is that it's very hard like that it's very hard to find that niche because like if i'm saying even children books can be difficult then imagine trying to jump into it into a very well-known book like it's zero to 100 so quickly um which is off-putting like you you need to be feeling like you're making progress or at least achieving something and when you turn on the news and read a news article and it's contains 100 words that you don't know and so many words that you can't gain the context it's demotivating so to have something that you can actually read and that you you feel positive afterwards is super invaluable and, that, and that's exactly what it did it, it, it allowed me to put together what i'd known and going back to the comment that you said like it is really easy to focus too much on one area and then realize oh maybe that's not going to be the solution like it's there's so many different ways things that you need skills to learn a language that definitely just burying your head in a grammar book or trying to memorize every single color that possibly is at one time is not going to be the best use of your time. What have you found um, since, since getting to this stage and, and getting to the point where you can actually read and, and listen to and watch Spanish fairly comfortably, what have you found, where have you found yourself gravitating to in terms of content? You mentioned a couple of, uh, um, I mean, I'm familiar with Atomic Habits. I wasn't sure about the second one you mentioned, but have you been kind of reading in certain around certain topics or in certain areas? And have you found any, uh, um, have you found that helpful in any way? Yeah, definitely. Like I started with Atomic Habits because I, I read it in English. So like having a bit of an idea helps you build context. Um, obviously around a topic that you should have already memorized at least some of the themes of the book. Um, and just genuinely things that are going to be more fun, um, things that you're going to enjoy. Like, I love practicing my Spanish of Africa because a lot of the time I'll say something wrong and you can make a joke out of it. Like, it's, it's enjoyable. Or TV shows are great, but I mean, you're going to want to watch a TV show that you're actually interested in. Otherwise, you don't want to watch something that has zero relevance to you. Um, and then, like, lots of podcasts and books, um, just, just consuming wherever you can um that's more that's the, the, the approach that i've spoken about uh, that i've learned like you speak a lot about like immersion and stuff like that like it's that's been one thing i feel like there's maybe not one thing that i've massively invested in but it would probably be reading and maybe watching tv just change like even my playstation my phone i've changed that to spanish like i just want to see as much spanish as possible <laughs> is yeah. is what i would say 
So even in what in the answer that you've given there, I mean, you've just rattled off a bunch of things that you that you do that's probably seem normal to you, but there's actually a, a lot of very very good advice within that. And uh, just to list off a few things that I heard from from what you said, number one, reading books that you've already read in English, fantastic idea because, like you say, a lot of the the the, the ideas are already taken care of, which means you can focus on the actual use of language, which means you're more likely to learn more. Nonfiction tends to be a lot easier than fiction. I mean, uh, that's part of the part of the reason that we're now at Story Learning, we're writing more nonfiction books like, you know, the history of the Second World War and climate change and uh, the human body and stuff, because uh, it's a different it's a different world to fiction, really. It's a different kind of language that you use. And a lot of people find nonfiction. If you start to read original titles in the language, people will find that nonfiction is uh, is easier because it's normally written in a, in a simpler way. Um, you've talked about reading things that are fun. And I think what I'm reading between the lines there, what I think you mean is just things that you're interested in, whatever mm. that may be. And again, the fact that you're a very self-motivated person, the fact that you're reading a book on habits is, you know, there's no, that's not a coincidence, <laughs> you know, you're, you're reading around yeah. your interests. And then the other thing you said was just creating an immersion environment around you. So, you know, the phone, the TV, the, the podcast, books, whatever it may be. Like, I think that what you've done, I mean, I don't know whether you've done this consciously or not, but you've you've managed to develop a very very powerful arsenal of techniques and approaches to learning Spanish, and I, and you know this is why I wanted to get you on the podcast because it's it's so interesting to see someone doing this in real life so successfully, and it's very instructive for for other people. So you know, huge huge congrats on uh, on, on what you've managed to achieve, and I'm sure you'll go on to 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 use to use Spanish for for the rest of your life, and it's such a wonderful gift that you've given yourself. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I really, I really hope so. Like, I like I said, I wanted to learn it as quickly as possible, and in doing that, you you go down several alleyways and paths that you realize, oh, it's not going to be the quickest way. So I feel like I've developed not only a language but also a lot of tools alongside that to be able to do that. And that's, I mean, it's not all by myself. Like I've researched it. Like I've looked at like lots of different like websites. And I've destroyed so many of your videos, other YouTubers' videos really just trying to pull out what I can that's going to get me from A to B the fastest. Um, by the way, you did amazing to remember everything I said there because I, I can remember what I said. But, um, <laughs> well, it's yeah, familiar. Uh, it's familiar material. You know, this is the thing about making content. You, you tend to cover the same topics over and over again. And then so when you see someone actually exhibiting them, it's like, there you go. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even your videos on like how diplomats learn languages, like I'm going through them thinking, oh, that's a diplomats do this, this and this. I can't go to a school for two months and just learn straight. But where can I start to incorporate some of these things in my, in my own life? Um, yeah, so many different things. Like I think one of the, the things you might have mentioned it in, in one of your books is like not having to understand every word that you're reading. Like really learning just reading through context so like you might read a book in english and you don't know every single word and you don't really bat an eyelid so why scrutinize over one word in spanish when in a book where if you continue reading the chances are you'll, you'll get it and like different things like that that really just you just broaden your knowledge um in, in in a lot of different areas really fantastic what uh what advice would you give yourself if you were to go back um, and by, by, by give yourself, I guess, I mean, to people listening who are maybe at the early stage of learning a language, just trying to, in that confused state of like, what should I be doing? What's best? What works? What advice would you give to, to someone who's, who's, who's in that situation, looking for clarity and looking for confidence? 
It's a super good question. Um, I haven't really ever thought about that. I would say be prepared that you're, you're going to have so many things thrown at you that you're going to have to work out, but you will be able to work them out. If you have um, motivation and if you are trying to research like the right tools and using the right tools, you will be able to get there. But just know that it's not going to be the smoothest journey, but every step is definitely worth it. And you'll be the little wins after getting off of a call with somebody on Italki and they understood you and you're like running around your room celebrating about how good you are in your Spanish <laughs> or ordering some tacos whilst you're in Miami or something and somebody in real life understanding your language. Honestly, it's, 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 it's amazing. So yeah, it's going to be difficult, but if you've got the motivation and you've researched the right tools, it's completely possible. Fantastic. Well, thank Sam. Thank you so much. And um, I look forward to see what other great things you go on to go on to next. Yeah, thanks, Ali. I appreciate okay, it. Man, thank you care. for your work as well. You know, on this podcast, we spend a lot of time talking about quite advanced concepts and ideas in language learning. But I also have a series of courses which are for beginners, because actually more often than not, people come to me and say, look, Oli, I just want to learn this new language as a complete beginner. I want to learn Spanish or learn Japanese or learn French. You know, what do you have for me? And this is why over the last few years or so, I've been developing out this series of courses, which... You know, I, everyone claims their method is the best, right? So all I'm going to say about these courses is that I've created th these courses the way that I would like to learn a new language myself if I were starting out from the beginning. So, you know, it's it's my thing. It's my <laughs> it's what I recommend. That's as much as I can say about them. The special thing about these courses, the unique thing, is that you learn through story. So, you know, I don't go in for any of these kind of technology gimmicks and apps and flashing lights and funny noises and things like that. I teach you through story. So right from day one, I get you reading a story in the language. You're reading, you're listening, right from the beginning, even when you don't understand very much. And then I come in and teach you through these video lessons. I help you uncover the language from the pages of the story, which is why these, course, these courses are called Uncovered Courses. Spanish Uncovered, Japanese Uncovered, Italian Uncovered. It really is a way to learn the language to a very deep level. You won't get the same instant gratification that you get from Duolingo, but what you will get is a solid foundation and thorough education in the language that is going to give you all the groundwork you need to go on to become fluent in the language. If you'd like to find out more about these, simply head over to IWillTeachYouAlanguage.com and look for the courses option in the menu bar. That's IWillTeachYouAlanguage.com and click on courses in the menu bar. That will show you all the different uh, beginner courses that we have uh, in all the various different languages. Once again, that is IWillTeachYouAlanguage.com and click on courses in the menu bar.